Get ready to work, 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 work. Hi, Jill. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Happy uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Did you do anything for Valentine's Day? No, and I didn't want to. Okay. I went to our sister's house, so our dad could give me a box of Russell Stover's as he has every year, probably since I've been alive. That's nice. Great job, Mike. Okay, should we just get into our burning topics? Surely. Oh, actually, before we do, I had two hot takes I wanted to give before we get into anything. Um, I think we need to put a pause on rewatch podcasts where people who are on a show rewatch every episode and talk about that show. Do you know that Josh Molina, who started the West Wing Weekly? Yeah. He like really took offense. Not offense, but he when they started the Westway rewatch, they were like the only ones to do it. And they were like in the New York Times about it and like articles written everywhere. And then it became like a thing. And he was like, oh, okay. What became a thing? Like doing like these rewatch the podcasts? Of doing it, the Scrubs people doing it. Yeah. It was cute in the beginning, but literally all week I've heard commercials for a Scandal rewatch podcast with two people from Scandal who aren't Kerry Washington. We don't need to be doing this. But you like the OC one, don't you, or no? I hate it. Oh, okay. Because I like the West Wing one because I'm a fan of the West Wing. So I would assume if you're a fan of the show, you would like whatever podcast it is. Well, I was really excited for the OC one because I love the OC and it's like my favorite show. And then I started listening to it and I was like, this isn't good. Like, it's Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark, Julie Cooper Nickel and Summer Roberts were their characters. And like, I just, you know, it's kind of boring. even the always sunny one like it's funny but it's funnier to me when they just go off on tangents and talk about whatever like I don't always listen to it unless they're like oh Caitlin Olsen's on this week and we're going to talk about how she and Rob met I'm like oh that's cool but I don't care to go back and listen to them the only one I really listen to is always sunny in Philadelphia podcast yeah the only one I really listen to and like is the one tree hill one um but it's mainly just because those three women are now adults and I think have good takes and life lessons on like growing up as an actor and I find that interesting but and you know you may love scandal and be excited but like we just I'm not saying forever gone just I need a break hot take scandal wasn't good sorry Shonda hot take never watched it and my other hot take which will probably start shit is about Ticketmaster Uh. I understand it sucks and everyone's mad and you can't get your tickets but like little Taylor Swift fans are so butthurt and entitled about fucking don't say that do not say that. Yes, I can. I've been a concert goer my entire life. But we tried to get tickets this morning to Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and we did everything right. And I under- was, you couldn't do it. So why I under- can't we be upset that a you- product that they're trying to sell us and that we are following all the Maybe if you let me make my point first. No. It does suck, and it sucked forever. And it has yes, sucked if forever. they fix it, great, and I'm very happy. But it just annoys me that... All these Taylor Swift and Beyonce fans. Yes. And that they're like them being annoyed is going to get credit for it. Why didn't you Blink fans get up? Because I always get get tickets. Because if you've done this long enough, you know how to do it. And you can get tickets to your events. Also, me, one person saying, because I didn't know you needed help. I I knew they already needed help. I would have been on and I would have been How would have you been better this morning than Sly and myself? 
Because I would have started by just getting two tickets and not going for six at once. And we didn't. I started with one. Whatever. I told you this to be how ticket people get mad. I hope they fix it. Whatever. But I just hate that now everyone's like, oh, Ticketmaster's so bad because I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Like, shut up. We used to have to wait in line at Sam Goody to get tickets for shit. Like, shut up. Yes. And I understand. And I think you're not saying anything wrong, but I think it's it's sad that it had to take Taylor Swift for people to vocally get social media. But also in 2023, social media is our lives. It's part of our lives daily. So like we have all been complaining about this for years, but we didn't have an outlet to voice said complaint and get other people on our side to bring it to Joe Biden, President well, Joe Biden. Also, though, is anything going to happen? And there's no. a, a million things we could say this about where services are terrible and we've all yeah. agreed for years. It would be nice if there was another outlet. Like, that's also something the government's going to look into. Like, antitrust. There are a few and they're up and coming. Shout out yeah, Ariana so, works for a company that's starting to aggregate some of this. Yeah, I would say it would be nice if like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey just like put it on their website and you could just go and you're at their website and buy a ticket. Like, why does it have to be? through ticket i think either a they don't have the resources or the staff to do that you have to have like if you know you're going to get that much traffic you have to pay for servers for your website and that could get really expensive some of these um venues have exclusive agreements with ticket master nation so you have to buy them and it is yeah but like taylor swift fans cry about fucking everything and i'm sick of it i'm crying about that we don't have tina fey and a four tickets yet but i guarantee you we will go we'll get them exactly i know I know so it's like I, it's just me being an entitled millennial of like I've been yes. doing this for years I didn't cry yes. about it I got my fucking blink tickets I got one and I'm not just sitting with my sister but we'll figure it out figure it out and if you don't go see Taylor Swift it's not the end of the goddamn world <laughs> the only avenue where I could fight you on this which I am with you on the Taylor Swift fans and Taylor sneak Swift, in you I used to not get tickets to things that I'd sneak in parents need to sit next to their kids Oh, okay. Like, like yes. if you're bringing a 10-year-old to a concert, you need to be able to sit next yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you have to be able to, to buy two together. I fully agree. Yes. Okay. Also, something I wanted to ask you, I feel like on a lot of podcasts I've been listening to, people have been talking about concert and theater etiquette. Like Matt Rogers told a story. He saw a funny play on Broadway and he was laughing and this woman in front of him turned and gave him like a dirty look. And he was like, no, I'm not doing this all night. It's funny. I'm going to laugh. Right. And it just made me think of when we went to Jingle Ball, I think in 2019, and do you remember what happened? And did you fight with the girl behind us, or I? Or you told well, you told I the girl stood that Lizzo up, wasn't going to be there, and she was well, upset. Yeah, I stood up because Niall Horn came out. Niall Horn is one of my top five favorite musical artists. Also, we were like no crushes, five rows from the back. We were all the way yeah. back. So he comes out. We're slow hands. I'm dancing. There's a mom behind us with kids, and what she said something yes. to you like, "Can you tell her to sit down? We can't see or something." Yes. yes. And I was like, "Guys, it's a concert." That's what you said. And you then, said it's a concert, I'm not going to sit down. Yeah, and then she made a face again. But then I think as time went on, she apologized or she got yes. it. I'm and, like, and her, her, the kids, like, they did, I don't think they didn't know they could stand up. They sat the whole time. And I think they got up, up like, eventually, yeah, because I was like, it's yeah. a fucking jingle ball. It's like, they're all going to play three songs, their hits, and we're going to dance and drink Bud Lights, and then we're going to go home. Yeah. And then Lizzo didn't show up, and yeah, it's I had to tell a girl. 45. But anyway... I have a lot of strong feelings and it's probably boring the first five minutes. Let's talk about Rihanna. Let's talk about Rihanna. You go. I thought the show was great. I, I I wish she sang each song a little longer, but I get that she wanted to get those specific songs in and showing and a I certain think they probably, time. yeah, they get capped. I wish they would make the show longer in general. 
I always feel like when they cut off, I'm like, oh. Well, I always hate like when they're like, okay, the you know, 10 seconds to halftime. And then obviously it's like 30 seconds because football and whistles and whatever. But then there's like the commentary for the halftime guys to talk about the first half. And then there's like commercials and then they come back and then they're like, okay, and Rihanna, like just halftime, go, let's go. Like, I know we have to sell commercials and space and you got to pay for Terry Bradshaw's kids for the big game. Yeah. Like, but let's go. Halftime is halftime. Let's get the show on the road. I know it takes time to get the stage and everything up there. I will wait for that and let the boys talk about the first half of the game. And then let's go. Let's not wait another half hour to start halftime. But anyway, I thought you did a great job. I thought the songs were great. I thought the dancers were great. I thought the stages were great. I am, I know biologically it can happen and I know how it works. <laughs> I am flabbergasted that she is pregnant. Because? I just can't. Because she had a baby May 13th. And my right, but, child was born yeah. before that. And I cannot emotionally, physically, mentally having a child or being pregnant that quickly after. Right. And being very far along. In your and pregnancy. very far along. She's probably like five or six months along. I'm not her doctor. I don't know. But yeah. she's showing. And I, I, I was just, I I know it can happen. Biologically. It happens a lot. Yeah. Irish twins. I know it happens. I am just personally, because my child is so close in age to her child, I am. Yeah. I can't believe it. I don't believe it. But Were all the backup dancers men? No. Or, or male presenting? Really? I don't, I don't believe so. It seemed like they were all men. And that kind of, I was like, what the hell? I don't think so. I mean, they had those big hoods on, so it was hard to tell. But And the sunglasses. But they all seemed so tall and, like, large. Were you worried that when she played all the lights that Kanye was going to come out? No, I wasn't worried. I was just happy because I love that song. And I love her chorus on that song. Yeah. And then Marky said something about like, oh, well, it's Kanye's song. I was like, there's like, I don't even know if Marky said this. There's like 11 people on that song. So it's like no one. I mean, yes, Kanye, I assume, wrote it and it's on his album. But it's like so many people are on that song. Like a lot of people could sing it at their Super Bowl halftime show. And it'd be, you know. Are you upset there were no guests? No. Me neither. I don't thought care. Was... She, I think Rihanna is such a bad bitch, and I can't believe I didn't like her in high school. I don't know why. I think I How didn't did like. You not like her? I don't think I liked her music that much. I wasn't really a Ponda Replay girl. I'm sorry. It wasn't until she, like, you know, bitch better have my money. Got so hard. No, like I think her music got more like badass, and she probably had more of a say versus Jay Z's label being like put up, you know, these pop songs. And, I'm assuming um, she's still on Jay Z's label because. Um, their Instagram Rock Nation was posting about it a lot. Yeah, maybe. I assume she she she's gonna have her own label soon, Fenty Fenty label. Um, but yeah, she I just said, think she doesn't care. Like she's not yeah. gonna make an album now. I'm music, surprised so. she even did it, but like, good for her. Yeah, because like she's I was on the cover of British Vogue. It just came out like 20 minutes ago. Oh really? Um, with like the baby. The baby is so cute. I don't know yeah, his name. I have to oh my god, he's so cute. And the baby in her belly, her and ASAP pictures of ASAP. What was the, the, the great joke that Michael Che made? Damn, they don't call him ASAP for nothing or something. Yes. Amazing, yeah. amazing work, Che. Do ASAP Rocky is Rihanna's partner. For those who don't know, the father of her children. Yeah, baby daddy. Um, but yeah, I don't think she needed anyone. I like that. She's like, I don't need anyone. I got great songs. The thing that my biggest takeaway, or one of them, is everyone kept being like. Well, she didn't dance a lot because she was pregnant. I wish she would have danced more. Dance, dance, dance. She's not known for being an amazing no, dancer. No. I even went yesterday and YouTubed Rihanna dancing, and I found a video. She's, or someone... 
the Britney School of Dancing. Move your arms. Yeah. And I watched a video that was like Rihanna best dance breaks. They weren't great. And she was, I'm not saying she's a bad dancer. I'm just saying she's not known. If Beyonce came out and did a Super Halftime show and did a dance or J-Lo, we'd be like, what? Because that's like, especially J-Lo, that's like her strongest skill, I think. But, but, but again, I also wouldn't associate Beyonce with dancing either. I would. Okay. But there are certain performers that like, you know, you're like, oh, J-Lo, such, yes. Yes. They're such a good dancer. Little Mix. Amazing dancers and singers and all around people. But yeah, Rihanna, everyone was like, well, you know, because she was pregnant. And I, you know, I was like, I don't think that's why. I think she's just not a big dance. I think she would have danced exactly like that if she wasn't pregnant. It looked like she was kind of wearing sneakers, which I appreciated. Yeah, I didn't look too closely at the footwear. Also, I don't know if you care or no, but um, other people, other people, people are saying that the jacket she wore at the end, the big red jacket, was a nod to Andre Leontali, who was an editor of Vogue, who recently died, and he had a very famous big red jacket like that. Um, but I, I don't think there's been any confirmation on and that. And he was on the hills. Oh, when Whitney fell for the yeah. Oscar. Which Hillary Whitney and Kelly Catrone united recently I in a picture. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anything else to say about Rihanna? God bless. You're a better woman than I. Could I couldn't, I can't. How, well, to be fair, not to be fair. It's her body. She's going through it. And that's rough. She went through a pregnancy. That's rough. But she's probably sleeping at night because she has night nurses and nannies during the day. So we assume we assume, but it's still her body. And I can't imagine a body. I mean, I'm almost 11 months out and I'm not back to normal. Like it's, physically, I mean, you look great, but I understand pain wise, you probably you. don't feel. Yeah. Yeah. You like, look skinnier than when you were before you were pregnant. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. This wasn't a, a compliment troll. You went fishing and she caught a big one. No. No. Um, what did I just want to ask? Oh, what did you feel? About, I feel like there are so many TikToks and funny memes about it. It's like all of America being like asking, is she pregnant? And then being like, is that offensive? Is this just her postpartum body? Are we are all horrible? Like, how do you feel about that? Everyone debating if she was pregnant or not, you know, via text and everything. I think it's fine for all of us to question it and think about it. Oh, she looks like she could be pregnant there. But I think it becomes a problem when you express it publicly. Like we had a text chain with our friends and we were talking about it. And I think that's fine. And and none of us said it rudely, but we're like, oh, my God, is she pregnant? Oh, my God. But we weren't. Come on, rude boys. But if you were a public person or, or to go on social media and be like, she looks big. Is she pregnant? Like. Yeah, you can't do that. Don't comment on women's bodies. If you yourself in a room with other people you're watching Super Bowl with say, oh, maybe she's pregnant. Hard stop. But yeah, I wouldn't. I yeah. think, yeah, don't bring it up publicly. It just sucks because per usual, there's no male equivalent. It's not like it was the ASAP Rocky halftime show and he gained a little weight and we were all like talking oh, about drugs? it. Yeah, I mean, maybe, not but he, it's but not I mean, the like, same. I'm equating with the the Matthew Good. Perry when we would watch Friends yeah. and be like, oh, he's off drugs this season because he looks chubby. Oh, he's back on drugs because he's skinny again and his eyes are low. That's yeah. the only equivalent I could think of. Right. But I feel like it's not as, I don't know, you know, women's bodies, yes, men's bodies. It's, you know, it's a whole thing. Right. Okay. I can quickly talk about my uh, next topic, which is Justin Long and Kate Bosworth. Mm-hmm. So Justin Long and Kate Bosworth are both actors. I love both of them dearly. Dearly. Kate Bosworth has been in my top five female crushes for a very long time. Justin Long isn't, but he could be because I just love him so much. 
And I want. Do you love Kate Bosworth also because of her heterochromia? I mean, I think it makes her more beautiful. But I mainly love her because she's in my two of my two favorite films of all time. Remember the Titans and Blue Crush. She's in both of them. What's the common denominator there? She's really mean. Her character uh, in Remember the Titans. I know, and she's not in it much, but it's a good lesson to us. Her character in Remember it the is. Titans. It is a good lesson. Um. But yeah, and they, so she was married to a man for, for a while. Um, and Justin Long, uh, he's like in his 40s, which is so shocking because he looks so young still. I mean, we're, we're it's not 30s. old and we're around the corner. I get it. But like, I'm just like, oh my God, Justin Long. I always see him as like in the high schooler in dodgeball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just so young. So she got divorced or separated from her husband. And then her and Justin Long started dating. They met on a movie set, I believe. Did the movie come out? Does... I think so. I want to say it was like a directive VOD kind of thing. Nobody saw it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he was talking about her for a while on the podcast and she hadn't really posted anything, but then they they have both posted and he always says like on the podcast, not always, but he'll be like, you know, when it's the one, you know, and she's the one and like How everything long just made sense. Have they been dating over a year? I think so. Um, and the other day on the podcast, he casually was talking to his guest who, I'm forgetting who, oh, James Austin Johnson from SNL, who does the great Donald Trump impression, and I love. And they were talking about visiting someplace, and he was like, oh, it sounds great. Me and my wife, uh, Kate, we should go. Justin said that kind of offhand, like, da 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 He called her his wife. I did some Googling. There's nothing that says they got married. But I don't, can you, like, look into public records and see if they got married at City Hall somehow? I'm sure I can with advanced warning. I would have done some more digging, but um, he didn't comment on it on any social media or. No, okay. I mean, it was Valentine's Day yesterday and they both posted about each other, but there were no rings. There was no like, this and no is my wife or husband com- commented like, oh, you said wife on the pod in the, in the I comments. Don't know. I, I don't really like dig through his comments. I, I'm not usually, but I would think at a. Yeah. And I mean, who cares? They're two people. I just was like, oh my God, are they married? I love them both so much. And you would totally take a picture of her to your hairdresser when you were going to prom if her hair was beautiful at the wedding. Uh, maybe. <laughs> she's still too thin. Not that I should comment on women's bodies, but mm. she's very thin. Um, but yeah, I just love them. Quick, uh, you know, I, I, if they get married, great. If they don't, great. I just love them. I hope they're happy together. I would love to be a third in their relationship, as I once said on Instagram. Okay. And I once said, I think Justin Long's character, and he's just not that into you, is the number one fictional character I would date. I don't know if that's still true. Yeah, he's not nice to her, though, in the beginning. I know, but Keen at the end with the dentist pen and he kisses her. Jen Primus, I I know you hear me. Keen at the end is great. Um, Okay, do you want to talk about, I'm surprised you put this in your rundown, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. I just wanted to say I don't care. That you don't care. I told Jen you were exactly going to say that. That apparently they broke off their engagement and there's some Not, dishonesty. No, they didn't break it off yet. I was reading about okay. it this morning. <laughs> Allegedly, they're not together anymore. Allegedly, they broke up their engagement. Allegedly, she posted on Instagram something about dishonesty. I don't care. I, I The only reason I care is she left Ryan Austin Green for him and caused a divorce. Big mistake. Huge. And and that is makes me sad. But whatever it's a lesson she had to learn I don't my care. my one of my biggest thoughts about it was she so they were at a super bowl party together the timeline is allegedly they got in a fight she then goes Friday, on saturday night mm, 
Saturday night, I think. Okay. And then she goes on Instagram, deletes every picture or video of them together. I assume there's a few. And then posts that picture of like some quote from Lemonade um, that Beyonce said. And that's why people assume he cheated. And then she unfollows everyone except for Timothy Chalamet, Harry Styles, and Eminem. Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly have a long feud, so people are like, oh, that was a dig at him. Ooh, but why I Harry Styles and Chalamet? She also, they're, so, they're so young. Megan Fox. No, but she's not. She's older than you. That's this, insane. So they're is, young. Yes. I mean, she, um, Chalamet and Harry Styles. Harry Styles, yeah. But they're my, like in their 20s. And my she's like first 40. thought was, I'm like, this woman, who's a mother of two, I think, had the time to go through and delete all these fucking Instagram posts. Who cares? What are you in high school? Like, oh, I got to go delete all my pictures. I was like, that's who you're spending your time. Maybe an assistant does it. And then I was yeah. like, feel like I, in my head, sometimes I'm like, I feel like she's always with him. Is she with her kids? Like, you know, is Brian Austin agree with them? And then I'm like, you know what? Who knows? Right. Don't. I only see her in paparazzi. I don't care. And then I was thinking about he has a daughter, too. And he he's old, though, like 18, he, right? Yeah, he had her when she was 18, and he's my age, so she's 14. Um, And I'm like, I feel like, I, I, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm double standarding. He's also a parent and has horrible behavior and takes time to do all this shit on social media. Both of you, go be with the kids. Get off social media. You don't know. <sighs> Come on. We can't say that they're not with their children. You don't no, I'm know. Just, it's not even be with the kids. Be more mature. I would like to say that to everyone. It's like, why are you caring about your fucking... And then she deleted her Instagram. And it's like, it's right. sad that we're even talking about this and it's news. But it's like, also, the last picture she posted of her outfit at the Super Bowl party was great. She looks so hot. So if you're going to go out, you looked great, Megan Fox. But I she posted it. Is would... there other places we could find this? Because oh, I yeah. don't know. It's, like every... it's everywhere. I'll show you later. But yeah, it's just like the whole Instagram thing of it all really annoyed me. I'm like, really going to sit and do that? but i was reading about it on the daily mail this morning and allegedly they came out of a counselor's office after being in there for two and a half hours and she was upset and wiping her eyes and they got in separate cars after the super bowl oh no i know i think in california but yeah i'm sure i'm sure they'll still get married but yeah it's like you left brian austin green for this i love him yeah although he could be a bad guy too yeah yeah um so, you skip my other topic. Oh, go for it. Yeah, sorry, I went out of order. Yeah, so I put in that um, Busy Phillips, who we talked about before, actress, author, television show host. Um, I scroll her, I don't scroll her Instagram, but her Instagram comes up on my timeline. And she does like this carousel of posts and like talks about, you know, what each picture means and blah, blah, blah. So Too long. So one of the pictures she posted in this carousel from February 5th, was um it's a full moon and she's like has her she lives in new york city she has the doors to like her terrace open and you could see the empire state building and the moon and she says all these crystals and candles blah blah blah. what is the first thing i thought about when i saw this picture oh runaway bride that's why you sent that me that picture is richard gear's apartment and runaway bride and i went to the source and, and it's it not is? the same no because he has a bigger terrace well explain but- so in the movie runaway bride at the end richard gear is a new york journalist julia roberts comes visit him from small town maryland and they are on his terrace outside and she proposes to him and gives him gives him and a running sneakers beautiful 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 no way he could afford it as a unemployed journalist today. yeah but the first, I, Ryan will post both of these pictures on the Good Night Great Instagram 
because she's a great social media manager and great in general. And I was just like, oh my God, those doors. I have such a connection with those doors. I can remember those doors anyway. Side note, it's not the same, but it's so funny how I'm just scrolling through Instagram and that's immediately the first thing I thought of. That's where my sick mind went. It's very funny because I saw you put Busy Phillips Insta on the agenda and I was like, what is she? I think her Instagram is too much. It's like- I know she posts these pictures and she posts these long and I love her and she posts these long captions and I'm like I can't even read this it's so long and then then you sent me a picture of the terrace from Runaway Bride and you said four podcasts and I was like I thought it was going to be an article where they take people out of the picture and you have to guess the movie from like the location or something so I had no idea that those two things were related and this is your point about Busy Phillips Instagram but I'm here for it. I don't believe it's the same apartment, but I know I, you'll I, get this, but bonus points. What's the name of the cat? He has a runaway bride. Italics. Yeah. Good job. I was like, other people might not have gotten that. No. All right. Um, will you spare me time to talk about Kelsey Ballerini, even though you probably don't care? I will spare you the time, but I don't like the next sentence in this thing. Divorce watch. Yeah. So I feel I don't like-, like watching people's marriages. No, it's like if we think a couple is going to get divorced, I feel like we would text before like, oh, they're on divorce watch. Yeah, but that's not a yeah. good thing. No, but I want to say I thought Tignatara and her wife were on divorce watch. And again, this is all based on social media interactions. But then they both did these long posts for each other on Valentine's Day. I still think they're on divorce watch. I th- and that doesn't mean anything. I think they're cover- covering it up. So that's Anyways, what I wanted okay. to mention that like when other people are on divorce watch, I'm going to mention it on this you podcast. Kelsey Ballerini. Okay, Kelsey Ballerini is a country singer. I love her very much. She's also in my top five girl crushes. They're mostly blonde women. She was an episode of Southern Charm season one or two, I believe. Really? Doing what? Performing. Oh, okay. I was like hanging out with her. At a charity event. Oh, she's so nice. So anyway, I love her. Loved her for a while. Love her music. Big fan. She got divorced from her husband in like July or August of this year. How old is she? She just turned 29. So she's young. And her husband is, like, seven years older than her, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyway, they got divorced. And, like, immediately after, he put out this song called Over For You. And the main line is, like, how long has this been over for you? So, he kind of thought, like, you know, from the song, who knows, that, like, she'd been pulling away and, like, he didn't know and, like, blah, blah, blah. Time goes on. She starts dating Chase Stokes from Outer Banks. And he was interviewed to be, Which like, a television show. Oh, the best he was interviewed to be like it's just casual we're friends like whatever recently on tiktok someone was like tagged him in a comment on her was like chase come get your girl and then she posted a responding tiktok of her in bed with him and just shows his arm and of course the whole internet like went crazy like oh my god she's in bed with him right now they're dating so whatever she's 29 she's having a good time this on valentine's day at midnight she put out a five song ep and short film because that's like the thing these days and it's all about the divorce. And she wrote, like, this is the most honest I've been. This is my truth. This is my healing. She fucking murdered this guy, her ex-husband, <laughs> Morgan Evans, who I also love and love his music. I was very sad when they broke up. I was like, because I really like both of them. You were invested in their relationship. Yes. And, like, she has a dog, but then they both, like, loved the dog and post about it a lot. And Where's you know, the dog now? With her. He's She's Dibs. That's her dog. She's had him for, like, seven years. But it's just like some of the lines are just so good. And it's not the it's basically like we were in a relationship. We both traveled a lot. 
he wanted a wife and a family and kids and kind of like how was that murdering him i'll get there and like the facade of marriage and she you know didn't know she didn't know that she wanted a family and like she was so young and didn't know what she wanted and they never saw each other but some of the lines she has it in are like so in that song he kept saying like hi kali um how long has it been over for you? And her first song, she talks about like he was supposed to come see her and didn't. And she was like, I guess that's when it was over for me. She like directly mm-hmm. responds to his song. And then she has like an interlude song. And it's basically about like, oh, it's just like this town. I think she means LA to criticize the woman. And she's like, it's good. I'm, what is it? It's like, I'm glad I'm good alone because that's how I signed the papers. And then she's like, and then she had another line that's basically like, and I'll, I'm still mad knowing that you got half. And like, I don't know, she just really like goes in and one song blindsided. She basically is like, were you blindsided or were you just blind? Because his song is about like, he didn't know. And like, how could she? And he loves her. And she's like, bitch, you were in this relationship too. You know, it was bad. We were in therapy. Like you didn't give a fuck. Like, but you, do you like this knowing like that they're going at each other in these songs? Cause like, this could also be like Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, like immature. I, I like it because I think she actually handled it maturely because I think they're artists like they're gonna write about what happened to them like they're songwriters and the last song in it is basically like an ode to like I hope you're happy but this just wasn't right for me happy now I hope you're happy what show is that uh uh, wicked that you think you're clever but um yeah no in the last song that kind of weird me out in the last song she's very personal she's like i hope you're driving with your jeep with the top down he has a jeep she's like i hope you're hiking that old trail in westmeath which is where he's from in australia and she says like i hope you're talking to jane more i googled who jane was of course and it's his little sister that would annoy me if my ex like name dropped my sister yeah that would annoy me but everything else no i feel like he immediately put out the song basically bashing her not bashing her but being like and even as Lana, like, was there someone else? And I think she took her time. She healed. She's, the high road. She's a better person. But the, if you listen to it, it is the high road. Because they're not, again, I say she murdered him just because I think some of the lines are, like, hilarious. But she doesn't really say anything bad about him specifically. It's just, like, we didn't work together, dude. Like, I'm sorry it ended. It wasn't easy for me to divorce you, but I did. And this is my side of the story. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I just, I, I mean... And I do feel like after they got divorced, I was kind of like, oh, Kelsey. And now she's dating Chase Stokes. But I'm back on board. Even though I agree, like, it would have been better to just not say anything. Yeah. Um, But it was just interesting. And, like, I just really liked how her songs, like, called out his song, like, in a line, like, specifically. Um, And, yeah, I just enjoyed it. And the songs are good. And that's what Were I wanted to say. Were you watching them on Divorce Watch prior to them getting divorced? Yes. Oh, okay. Writing yeah. was on the wall via I was social like, media. Well, I was just like, I, I always got the feeling that he was more into her than she was just from like videos I watched and stuff. And then, yeah, like they really weren't posting stuff together a lot. Um, And then like once in a while they, they would be they done previously. Yes. Okay. Like, you know, she would also, I always just thought like they're both country singers. He moved to Nashville to, you know, further his career. She's from Knoxville, moved to Nashville, not that far. And I think her career just really took off and he was doing okay. Like he opens up for like big people like Keith Urban and stuff. Cause they're both Australian. But like, I just always thought kind of like last five years, a movie about two creatives falling in love. A music Yeah. That like, I don't know. I was like, I feel like he might secretly be resentful about like how well she's doing 
And that must be hard. It must like say I was a professional soccer player and I was with another professional soccer player and they were like the best and always got picked for the national team. And I did not you know, that's got to suck. Yeah. That's, that's my example. That's, you. <laughs> that's, that's my dream job. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's just the tea. And Chase Stokes posted like, so proud of you, Kels, you know, letting mm. out your truth. So I'm like, are they going to be official soon? I don't know. They're young, date, have fun, don't get married. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't get married. And I feel bad because her parents are divorced and I feel like it really affected her. So she probably really didn't want to get divorced, but you can well, marry. Well, because there's so no children. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a dog. <laughs> as long as you know where the dog is, then it's taken care of. Oh, yeah. She always posts about him. And when he goes to the kennel and she picks him up, it's great. He's a doodle, though. Not the biggest doodle fan. <laughs> Sorry to those with doodles. All right, before we have to switch Zooms, you want to talk about Jen and Ben? Um, just that our sister informed us that Jen and Ben got tattooed. I did. Oh, sorry. You're my You're sister. Welcome. But I'm not our sister. I don't. I can't tell on Instagram who's sending stuff. I'm not a good social media person. Anyway. Um, her picture is her and her, a baby, and mine is me taking a selfie. I think it's pretty obvious which one's which. Jen, Jennifer Lopez posted pictures of her and Ben got tattoos her is an infinity with j and b and his are two arrows crossed and j and b and i think this is hers is even worse it says jennifer and ben his just says j and b oh i thought it said Uh, he might just love ben and jerry's or his previous wife jennifer gardner or blowjobs anyway i thought it was very weird and immature the theme of the day is immature to like post on social media that you got tattoos like but I was if saying, get, yeah, you get tattoos. Fine. It's weird, but that's fine. You do you. But like, look at us. We got tattoos. That's weird. But it's like they say in another podcast, we love jam session where they often talk about Ben and Jen. I feel like everything she does is so marketing calculated, making moves that it's like, I think people are commenting that he always looks unhappy. Are they fighting? Like he's, you know, is he's been seen getting drunk and he's sober. So she's trying to be like, Look, we do love each other. Our marriage is fine. This is my narrative. That's what I think. I mean, he is I mean, I think they really hates. got the tattoos because yes. they're there, but also even the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. So at the end, she said there was a Super Bowl commercial where Ben Affleck was working at Dunkin' Donuts in my neighborhood. If and God the, and, the, and strike me down that I didn't go to Dunkin' Donuts that day and see that. I know. I think I texted you after, but it wasn't the one on. Um... By Oak Island? Parkway. Yeah, by Oak oh, Island. Oh, but it was in Revere, no? Yeah, but do you think it was that one? No, not from the outside in the in the yeah. commercial. But anyways, okay. at the going. end in the commercial, he's working in the drive-thru and she says, you know, what are you doing? And then she says, can you grab me a glazed, meaning a glazed donut? A lot of people made the joke, when's the last time she ate a donut? You know, probably when she was 10 years old. The next she was day on, the on her social media or like the JLo Beauty account, because she has a line of skincare, it was like, Grab me a glazed, a glazed face, which you can get with JLo cleanser. Uh, like everything. I mean, had... Make the money. Make I the know, money. but it's like, it's even that was kind of like a Ben thing. And it was like, her. I'm sure it wasn't her. I'm sure it's like her team. But it's like, how can we then spin this into buy her skincare? It's funny. Right. Yeah. Also, I forgot there's the like Netflix documentary about her just because we watched that HBO one forever ago on in our H Street apartment. Um, but I never watched the Netflix one. When she talks about like not getting the Golden Globe and doing the halftime show with Shakira. 
When did we watch it? No, I'm saying I never watched it. And I'm surprised. Oh, you should watch it. I know. Maybe I'll do it tonight when I watch a child. Maybe you I was going to watch Potomac, but who knows? Yeah. Um, I just quickly wanted to mention the song Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras, which I was just singing. I don't like it. Okay. But I feel like I've been very it's negative. stuck in your head. I get, well, I had it written down here. So I was like, I got to mention, I don't like that body shop song. What body shop song? I don't even know. At the body shop doing something unholy. It's the same song. Oh, okay. Also, did you see what Sam Smith wore to the Brit Awards? Yes, I did. Mr. 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 Mina. Is that what it, I feel like. I don't know if that's what's referencing, but that's what I thought. It was so weird looking. And also, I feel like their body, Sam Smith goes by they, them pronouns. Um, usually looks pretty tall and large, but look tall, small in this like garbage bag esque outfit. I don't think you could get it. It looked like it was blown up with like real air. Do you think these yeah, were like that in the past? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just thought it was weird. And I feel like that's all the Brits posts where I saw online were about the fashion. But the best moment for me was that Louis Capaldi and Harry Styles kissed on the mouth. And afterwards, Louis Capaldi said, I just kissed Harry Styles on the mouth. I'm fully erect. And I just love Is him. he friends with all the One Direction boys or just Niall and Harry? Just Niall, really. And then he wasn't really friends with Harry, but he told this story on every interview he did this year about how he drunk DM'd Harry one time. And he doesn't even know what it was. It was like a video, so it went away, you know, when you in the DMs that happen sometimes. But Harry screenshotted it because he can see the notification, but didn't say anything back. So he's like, I probably sent him like a weird video at four in the morning when I was drunk. He screenshotted it and never said anything again. So this was them reuniting, I suppose. Good for them. Okay. Um to, uh, I was going to talk a little bit about Potomac and see if you wanted to talk about the new season and Robin at all, but I don't really care that much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in season six. What? I'll keep you posted. Gizmo. That was my dog. It's okay. I thought I heard him before. Um, Do you want to get into your New York Post um, Marissa segment? Yes, our, our weekly New York Post cover Marissa segment. The date is February 15th, 2013. The you're okay. gonna guess the title. The story is about the um, Paralympian Oscar Pretorius allegedly shooting his girlfriend. Oh my god! Do you remember this? Kind of, but didn't he stab her first allegedly, or is that a different story? I don't. I don't remember fully. I mean, before I, I you was... brought up the shooting, I thought it was gonna be like Victorious is glorious because I thought it was gonna be about the athletic prowess no but not pictorious perfect no what is it blade slays blonde legless olympian rested arrested the new york post is gross i mean he sounds like a horrible person he has prosthetics yeah and blade like Like you're not a person you're blade like we're not even going to refer to you as a person Although it sounds like he's a bad guy. Where was this in Florida? Okay. I feel like I vaguely remember the story, but I might be thinking of another one. I think it was in South Africa because he's South African. 
Oh, okay. Do you think I'll ever get one of these right? No, because <laughs> you would never think as dumbly and as grossly as dumbly. Like I know. Unintelligibly. On February 14, 2013, Happy Valentine's Day, Pistorius shot and killed his girlfriend, paralegal and model Reva Steenkamp, in his Pretoria home. I think that, yes, yeah, South Africa. He claimed he had mistaken Steenkamp for an intruder hiding in the bathroom. He was arrested and charged with murder. At his trial the following year, Pistorius was found not guilty of murder, but guilty of culpable homicide. He received a five-year prison sentence for culpable homicide and concurrent three-year suspended sentence for a separate reckless endangerment conviction. Only he five was, years? He was temporarily released on house arrest in 2015, so only served two years. Yeah. Wait, did she and, die? Yeah. And we went to jail for two years. The case was presented on appeal to a panel in the Supreme Court of Appeal of South Africa, which overturned the culpable homicide verdict and convicted him of murder. The, the, nice. His sentence was extended to six years. That's it? <laughs> on appeal by the state for a longer prison sentence, the Supreme Court of Appeal increased the prison term to a total of 15 years. He is eligible for parole this year, 2023. What a wild ride. Wild ride. It's South African that, legal system. Yeah, on appeal, they gave him more. I that's well, good. I, I mean, really, again, yeah, yeah, it usually doesn't happen, but I think yeah, they were probably like whoever tried this forever ago probably was a fan of yours and didn't give you a fair sentence. I don't know about a fan, but you know what I mean. Anyway, um, I realized last week I didn't ask you about any current events or our last episode that wasn't Bachelorette. Um, right. The current event I had this week isn't really a current event, but. Um, so LeBron James was like all over Instagram and life. Is it, he beat the shooting record? That's it. What, what did the he do? All time scoring record in the NBA previously held by Brooklyn's own Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, formerly Lou Alcinda, whose parents were in the same assisted living facility as our grandparents. Shout out. Shout Sunrise. out. Sunrise. <laughs> the chain. Um, so yes, he scored the most points that anyone in the NBA has ever scored. So he's number one. Number one. I thought he was retiring. <laughs> I was like, why he are all these posts saying gonna, about how great he is? Oh, he says he's going to wait to see if his son gets in the NBA to play a season with him because that would be his biggest joy to play with his son in the NBA. Right. And I remember someone saying something about that. in the past. I think you, I was like, why is he retiring? You're like, well, he wants to play with his son. And I was like, that seems weird. I'm like, why would you want to play with your son? I was I like, it's, it's one thing if it's like it's siblings, an amazing feat. Like, shout out Kelsey brothers and Mewis sisters, but like, I don't know. It just, I'd be like, Dad, get the fuck out of here. It's my time. Well, if I'm, it's one year, the kid will be okay. I think, Bronny. What if they're on the same team? That would be great. Wasn't he doing really well, and then wasn't though? Bronny? LeBron. He, no, the, oh, the, Bronny. his son. Oh, I don't know. I think he does pretty well. He do, goes to that school in LA that like all the rich athlete kids go to sierra canyon okay so you think he'll make the nba i think so from high school yeah his father did he's not as big as his father but uh, i think he'll do it because he's brawny and they want to see him yeah. and his father play in the it's nba it's like together. uh yeah he sells tickets nepo baby yeah oh is allison brie a nepo baby no okay so i was just listening to her on the last culture Races podcast delightful remember a couple weeks she ago we were like do we like Alison Brie? We do. She we was just her. on the Watch podcast, too. Yeah, I guess we got to watch this movie. 
I guess we do. This Amazon Prime movie that she and her husband wrote, Dave Franco. And he directed. Oh, good for him. But she was saying on the podcast that she went to Cal Arts for college, like yes. California University of Arts or whatever it is. And they had a policy there that you could be nude except for in the cafeteria. Because it's gross to be nude in front of food? I guess it's probably like a health violation. But isn't that weird? Uh, so like she said, people would come to class naked. And yeah, like sit at their weird. desks and be naked. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so I just thought that was funny. <laughs> um, a superlative question I wanted to ask you this week. Obviously on the theme of Rihanna. You are a big fan of the Drake-Rihanna collab songs. Which, which one is your favorite? Oh, I I was listening to them on my drive home from Vermont the other day, and I had one that I was like, I think this is it, and then this other one came on that I fully forgot about. That's and I was what like, every, oh, I think yeah. this is it. Like I would say, take care, but then you're gonna tell me one, and I'm gonna say, oh, that one. Yeah. So originally mine was take care because I do like that song, even though it's very sad. But then you know it came on. I'm what? way too good to you. You just oh. don't understand it. You take my love for granted. I don't know how to talk to you. That's a great one. So I was like, I think that might be mine. What? They're all good. Good weed by all... wine. I come alive in the nighttime. But <gasps> I don't. I do. But um, yeah, so what's your, you pick one. You got to pick one. It's a superlative. Okay, we were rudely interrupted because of work. So do or die, favorite Drake Rihanna song. I'm going to say take care. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, and then my six degrees of Kevin Bacon for you this week. I mean, you're going to be annoyed, <laughs> but it's Mary Kate Olsen. Because I was follow these girls on TikTok. And, and I can't do TV. No, but if you think of a movie she was in a cameo in, it will help you. I, I can't. For a split right second now. with her sister, obviously. I mean, I'm sure I'll notice it. She'll say it, but I, I mean, I could. Or you who's think... the dad in New York Minute? Is it Doctor Drew? <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Um, but but there are these two girls on TikTok, and they have a podcast called "I Thought They Thought I Was You," and it's about the Olsen twins and how much they love them. And I listened to the first episode the other day. It was interesting. I'll probably go back and listen to the ones where they like talk about Passport to Paris and winning London and stuff, but. I was like, ooh, we one of the Olsen twins for Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. I mean, we could do It Takes Two with Kirstie Alley. Oh, yeah. Kirstie Alley, look who's talking with John Travolta, John Travolta in Phenomenon. Or Michael, did we say with Kira Cedric? And then Kira Cedric in that movie this year or recently with Kevin Bacon. Oh, I didn't even think of It Takes Two. Yeah. I wonder if Gutenberg and Bacon have ever been in anything together. That's what I was thinking. Or was, well, I keep in, or you Ted know. Ted Danson too the three men and a little lady yeah yeah if you remember though well also andy richter and bob saget are in new york minute i don't know if that, that gets you anywhere or that's i was thinking bob saget too but then i was like entourage because bob saget's TV. in that but no TV. um in charlie's angels 2 i think it is there's a Full section where, yeah where they talk about like who is the new angels would be and they cut to mary kate and ashley and they say good morning charlie so you I could do technically do anyone from Charlie's Angels too, uh, as well. That's what I was trying to do, and I was trying to do this but on my walk. Demi more to a few good men, Kevin Bacon. Oh right, because Demi is in the second one. I was trying to get like Drew Barrymore. Is um, there a third one? I don't. I feel like yes, but I don't actually think so. Okay. Also, 
underrated. I love Charlie's Angels one and two of that yeah, franchise. They're, they're stupid. They're a good time. I I enjoy them. Made me like you know Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz. I already likes Lucy Liu. <laughs> um, let's see Charlie's Angels. Okay, so yeah, Demi. Oh well, there was the remake with the Kristen Stewart recently. Oh right, right, right. right she was so hot in it. Yeah, um, I don't count that though. But they, we got a great song out of it with um, Lana Del Rey, Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus. If you haven't heard it, oh, listen. Yes, yes. Don't call me Angel. Also, this girl Naomi Scott's in it. The new one. She was the pink Power Ranger in the Power Rangers remake with Dacre Montgomery. Dacre was a Power Ranger? He was the red Power Ranger. Jason Scott, his dad in the movie was Roy from The Office. Pam's fiance. Are, are they... In also, real life, he's only Eastern. like yeah, 10 or 12 years older than Dacre. So it was like, you know. That's like Jennifer Coolidge being Josh Duhamel's mom in that Shotgun Wedding movie. Like, they're Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you did you listen to the Sleepless in Seattle rewatchables yesterday? Yes. Yes. I, I listened to it this morning at 345. Well, oh, I, I listened to it I went to bed. in the shower last night at 1130. But when he said he still has a lot of Josh Duhamel stock, I was like, do you? <laughs> And when they were talking, okay, so on this podcast, they were talking about how how soon after your wife dies should you start dating someone again? And it made me think of one of our favorites, Safe Haven. But I think they say in that that his wife died like two years ago before Josh Duvall dates Julianne Huff. And his wife led him to his new girlfriend because Joe's a ghost. Because Joe's a ghost. I think we should just leave it there. <laughs> I think we should. All right. Well, I'll see you in uh, two hours. Thank you. Thank you for your service. And thanks for another fun week. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't my favorite podcast performance by me. It was very negative, but they can all be winners. You know, you, you learn and you grow. I do. Clark seems really pissed at me. Okay, see you then. See you then.